Hello, everyone. We are live on air today in the studio in Roswell, and welcome to AM 1160, The Quest's Fall Pledge Drive. I'm Steph Ike, and my co-host is a very special guy, Father Matthew Van Smorenberg, pastor of St. Brendan the Navigator Church in Cumming. And along with us is Annie Porter, our production manager. Father, as we like to say in the studio, all good things start with a prayer. And I think you'd agree. So would you lead us in a prayer to start the hour? Sure. Thank you. Uh, This is my favorite prayer. Lord Jesus, I give you my hands to do your work. I give you my feet to follow your path. I give you my eyes to see as you see. I give you my tongue to speak your words. I give you my mind so you can think in me. I give you my spirit so you can pray in me. Above all, I give you my heart, so in me you can love your Father and all people. I give you my whole self, so you can grow in me, till it is you, Christ, who live and work and pray in me. Oh, Amen. That's beautiful. I love that. I love that prayer. All right, so we're ready to get started. Quest friends, we are broadcasting live, as you know, for these three days, and we're bringing you amazing local guests, including our beloved priests like Father Matthew. And we're doing this for just six hours a day. So the number to call in is uh, 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160. Father, what's the number? 470-508-1160. Awesome. Or go to thequestatlanta.com and click the donate button. Um, Annie, before Father Matthew and I get to host this hour together, do you think you could give us an update on how we're doing and maybe what kind of gifts we have available this hour? Yeah, so we want to say thank you, especially for last hour's um, donors, because they did help us meet that goal that we were trying to get of 12 gifts. And so thank you to everyone who gave last hour, especially the ones I didn't get to say. So Betty B in Powder Springs, Diana C in Woodstock, and Giselle Giselle in Atlanta. And so our gifts for this hour, if you're a business underwriter, you know, you might want to become a, well, a business owner. Let me flip my words around. If you're a business owner, you might want to become a business underwriter. And if you just love the quest, love your Catholic radio and want to promote your business on air, you can give us a call for a special promotion during the pledge drive. And that number to call is 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160. And in addition to that, we have the St. Gabriel Society which is monthly donors who pledge $20 or more per month. And a mass is said for those monthly donors in our chapel each month for their intentions. So we have all kinds of priests who come from around the archdiocese and they rotate in and out and say mass for those St. Gabriel Society members. It's a really beautiful thing. We also have our station guardians and guardians are the leadership givers who donate $100 per month. This group of supporters really are the protectors of our mission, and you can make the quest part of your Catholic legacy with that leadership gift by becoming a station guardian today. Additionally, those new station guardians who contribute $100 a month or more are going to be receiving a beautiful rosary that cannot be found anywhere else on this pledge drive, but on this pledge drive. These rosaries are amazing. They have been touched to an actual piece of the cross of Jesus Christ. So please get your calls in early if you want to be able to get one of those rosaries because we only have six left, I believe. So you definitely want to get those calls in or donate online 470-508-1160. 
In addition to that, our monthly donors of $25 or more per month are going to become a part of the Quest Coffee Club. And Yay. they're going to, yeah, they're going to receive an awesome Quest mug. And it's perfect for your mornings with Father John Ricardo here on the Quest. Very cool. Thanks, Annie. And do we have goals for this hour? Father and I are pumped up to meet some goals this hour. Yeah. So we're looking to get another 12 gifts this hour. Ooh, okay. So let's get those phones rolling 470-508-1160. Because as you all know, if you've been tuning in, we want to raise $125,000 this drive. And we have a ways to go, but we know all things are possible with God. And our challenge for everyone out there is if you're listening, participate, please. Any amount, please pray about it and make that donation if you're able to. If you're not, give us a call anyway at 470-508-1160. We would love to pray for you and your prayer request. That's right. Thanks, Annie. And for those of you out there who have been avid listeners, donors, or volunteers, you want to start by saying thank you to you for uh, your support, your prayers, and just keep listening and sharing the quest with your friends. That means a lot, too. You're evangelizing by doing that, and you're truly helping people encounter Jesus through this local Catholic radio station. This is your Catholic radio station. AM 1160, the quest is sustained by these two drives a year to have all the resources needed to maintain this station. So if you're not yet a station donor, but you believe in the quest mission to encourage and inspire Catholics and non-Catholics. Um, why don't you become part of this mission today? The number to call us today is 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160, like the radio station. You can also go to our website to donate now at thequestatlanta.com. And Father Matthew, I am thrilled that you're on with us today. I've Thanks. been doing a little research on you, and I, uh, my husband and I have even spent um, some Sunday Masses at St. Brendan's to learn more about okay. you, and uh, you really have an awesome parish, and uh, your new chapel and the whole expansion project is just beautiful. So hats off to you and all of your parishioners who made that happen. Um, but before we talk about the parish, I really think that our listeners would like to know more about you, okay, about Father Matthew. Right. Uh, well, probably the most important thing for me is, you know, your foundational story as a person yep. comes out of your parents. It yes. really does. And so I had two awesome parents. They were great ah. and love them both. They're both in heaven, uh -huh. right? Um, but very interesting backgrounds. One, my dad was a kind of a self-made dairyman, uh -huh. only went to eighth grade for school, and then from then on built his business. And then my mother, she came out of Holland, lived through World War II in Holland, mm. and had a really adventurous uh, World War II because between hiding Jews in their attic and oh, all, wow. and their brothers, actually, as well. Oh. And then in the mid part of the war, they had to, they had to leave because the Germans showed up one day and said the troops were moving in the next day. <gasps> oh my so gosh. we heard all these stories as kids of the um, adventures of my my mother's uh -huh. family, uh -huh. and also just it really gave me a lot of ideals mm -hmm. because I understood then what you know, Nazism was uh -huh. and uh, how dangerous 
those kinds of things are, those ideas that are anti-God. Yeah. So that really was something that stuck with me as a child. And just to know about that kind of sacrifice and those ideals that you stand up for and are willing to die for. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really were willing yeah, to they die. Yeah, really, they really put their lives in danger. My grandparents, I can't imagine, because oh. they had uh, 15 kids. Oh, really? Yeah, they wow. had actually three die during the war oh. uh, for various reasons. Um, it, it was it was a tough time. Wow, that's really something uh, notable. To I can see where that had a big influence on you. Right, yeah. So, yeah, as well as I I grew up during the Vietnam era, you know, Mm -hmm. seeing the war going on all the time on the TV every afternoon, they had the body counts, which really also struck me as as a kid after hearing about World War II, then knowing there was a war going on. Yeah, another war. Another war. So where did you grow up? I actually grew up in the Los Angeles area, a little Uh town called Artesia. Or Cerritos, there's Artesia Cerritos. Uh-huh. And actually, during when I was a kid, the dairymen got together and created a little city of dairies really? called Dairy Valley. Oh, wow. And they did it so that they could uh, control the taxes. Okay. Interesting. So what else can you share with us about growing up? So were you living on a the farm then? Yeah, I always lived on, most of the time lived on the farm, uh, lived on the farm in Los Angeles until I was about eight. Mm-hmm. And then we moved to uh, the Central Valley in California. Uh, my dad retired for a couple of years after selling the dairy. And then he went back in the dairy business because the economy went down and so he had to go back Make to a work. Living. Yeah. Go back to work. And so we moved to Idaho for about seven, eight months. And then through the providence, you know, that God has, a friend of his asked him to help him run his dairy while he was gone in Holland, Hmm. uh, in Oregon. So the man's father had died. He had to go to Holland. And in the meantime, my dad took care of his farm. And so my dad liked Oregon so much that he he decided to build the dairy there instead Uh of in Idaho. Put some roots down. Yeah, and it was beautiful because it was a real Catholic area. Oh. Oregon isn't known to be religious, right? Uh-huh. Um, but there, it was a very Catholic area. Uh, several cities, small cities, small towns, uh-huh. really, all farmers, but all Catholic practically. Oh, my and God. And so, although I have a family, I'm from a family of 10 kids. I didn't know that. Wow. Uh, actually, our family was one of the smallest. Really? I remember going to school the first time there when I was in eighth grade. And uh, I asked, you know, I always like to brag about my big family, right? So yeah. I was, I was brag about the big family. <laughs> so I said to a kid, like, well, you know, I have 10 kids in our family. How about you? And he says, oh, we have 11. I go, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so then I asked another kid, I said, okay, well, we got 10 families and kids in our family. How many in yours? Oh, 13. Oh, okay. And then I asked another kid, oh, we have 10 kids in our family. How many years? Oh, 12. And then the last one just hit, hit me right in the nose. It's like, I, we have 10 kids in our family. How many years? 15. Oh. And I just said, mm, we, have a, we have a small family. Yeah. So, oh, well. 
Oh my gosh. But that sounds like a good way to grow up. Um, did I mention, guys, that Father is actually co-hosting this hour with me? He's not just our guest. He's our co-host. And that means that any time during this hour, he is likely to pause and give out the phone number and encourage you to call. Here's the phone number right now, 470-508-1160, or go to thequestatlanta.com, or you can go to our app in the App Store, which is Quest Atlanta. So you would go uh, into the either the App Store or Google Play and search for Quest Atlanta and download it right now. You will love it. Again, Father, what's the number? 470-508-1160. And we're going for 12 pledges. That's right. Like the apostles. So go for it, people. Okay. Each one of you calling in is going to be one of our apostles this hour. So make it happen for us, okay? For Father and I. So, um, so you were living on a farm and I know that it developed a lot of character in you because I've heard some of your homilies and some of that comes out in your homilies. Well, I, I consider it a huge blessing to have had kind of, you know, we worked hard. Yeah. A, a kind of a tough childhood in that sense. I mean, mm-hmm. I never considered it tough because it was just normal for mm-hmm. us. I mean, we, you, normal becomes what you do. Yeah. Right. So we got up at four every morning, oh. uh, bringing the cows, feed the cows, feed the calves and milk cows. Mm-hmm. And then some, sometimes we had a little time, you know, one of us would have time in the morning to do our homework before going to school and we'd come home from school. And if we were, we were allowed to play one sport each, you know? Uh-huh. And so if it wasn't my brother's turn, it was my turn to work in the afternoon and we would get home from school and we go right to work and, you know, get prepared for the evening and then dinner together as a family and then milk cows and then it all happened again. Yeah. Every Full day. life, busy schedule. Yeah. Five years without a day off. Oh, wow. Five years without a day off. <gasps> yeah. I guess it would be when you're farming Right? Yeah, the it's cows like every day needs the cows need you every day, right? Cows have to be milked twice a day, otherwise uh, it destroys the dairy. Right, right. Well, that's interesting. So I think a lot of people would like to know how did you feel like you were called to the priesthood? Well, that actually started when I was really little. Uh-huh. Um, one little story that helped me learn how to pray was I was used to lo- lose my toy soldiers because I was fascinated by soldiers because of my mom's stories right? Uh-huh. and my dad's stories as well and and so i used to have all these toy soldiers and i'd lose them so i went to my mom one day and said mom what do i do i was losing these soldiers i lose these things she says oh just pray to saint anthony and i said who's saint anthony so oh, he's the <laughs> saint who helps you find stuff so i said okay she's always my mom was always right you know <laughs> so i'd pray to saint anthony and sure enough i'd always find them so mm-hmm. one day I was, you know, playing out in the yard someplace and my dad called for dinner. And when my dad said at dinner time, you went right now, right? Uh-huh. So I had all this stuff all over the place. I'm like, okay, and I'm missing stuff. And St. Anthony helped me, but I didn't have time. And I'm like, what do I do? You know? And I said, well, St. Anthony has always helped me. So I didn't really give him time. And he always answers the prayer. So he he answers it. So he'll just answer it later. Right. And that was <laughs> that was the big lesson that God always answers 
but he might answer later. Right. He's and got his own timing, right? <laughs> he, he does. And that, that helps you trust God because you don't think you have to have it when you want it, that God will give you what you need in his time, not in your time. And that, that's a great lesson. And, uh-huh. and it, it has helped me a lot to trust God. So when mm-hmm. God kind of sent me a little sign when I was a kid, I won't talk about that right now, but uh, he he kind of sent me a sign. And then I said, okay, well, what is this? And then there was no answer. And I said, well, okay, he'll answer later. And sure enough, he did. I I was constantly getting these little messages like this is what it's about or this is what it's about and this was about although i didn't know what it was the the mission i didn't know what the mission was i knew i just had a mission and so i i realized that god was going to send me hints he's sort of laying the groundwork for it huh yeah and (laughs) so i was always trying to listen or i was always aware kind of when he would send a little little hint Uh uh-huh and eventually he sent a big hint, right? Uh-huh. And that was when I was just finishing with my engineering school hmm. in, in Portland, Oregon. So that and he kind of dropped it on my head at that point. Yeah, so then you knew, or at the, least you felt then like... Then I knew. It, well, it was like the combination of all the hints. It was almost like you take a 500-piece puzzle, you throw it up in the air, and it all comes down together. And I, I was, it. oh, I have a vocation. Uh-huh. And I was, at that point, I was absolutely sure I did because it just all made so much sense Yeah. for all the, for so many reasons, I can't even name them all. Yeah. Looking back at it, I'm sure you can see a lot of it too, just in, in the rear view mirror. Yeah. That, that, I think it's really important in that sense to, to trust God all the time. Uh-huh. And and to realize that God, he's always there and he's always supporting you. And what you need to know, if you listen, he will answer. So you just have to trust, trust. it yeah. when, and he'll do it in his time. Yeah. Just like, you know, the St. Anthony thing. Okay, he'll yeah. answer it in his time. That's beautiful. You know, guys, if you want to hear more great stories like this from our priests in the archdiocese, Call now to support Father Matthew's hour and Steph's hour at the Quest at 470-508-1160. And Father, we've got, what, Annie, maybe about eight more minutes before we go to break. And I've got a couple more questions that I wanted to try to fit in this half hour. You're a legionary priest. Yes. And I know that that's unique. Mm -hmm. Can you tell people who are not familiar with uh, the legionary priests and that order, you know, just a little bit about background about that and why you decided to be a legionary priest. Well, it was the combination of all the hints, right? Ah. So after I realized I had a vocation, I actually applied to the Diocese of Portland, Oregon, where we lived, and uh, spent a year with the Diocese of Portland. And I wasn't there very long when I realized that my call, which had all these hints, wasn't there and because of my background with the wars and all that i had a real sense of what was going on in the world worldwide Mm -hmm. so like since i was 
probably six or seven, I was reading the front page of the newspaper, looking at the news. Really? Trying to understand what was going on in the world. Yeah. And broader grasp of things. Yes. And, And so one of the things that drew me to the Legion was the vision of wanting to Christianize the society. And that's very central in our mission is to help lay people and work with them to help change the society into a more Christian and better society, Mm -hmm. really affecting history. Mm -hmm. So that is the reason I went to the Legion because we had a real, we have a real sense of that being participants in history. And I really feel that at the parish that we're making a, a particular difference there uh, in our community and making it a more Catholic Christian community and that that Catholic Christian community is such an asset to the larger community. Yeah. And I can really see that in your parish as well. What, you know, what you're doing has to be working because you have a very dynamic parish. And we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the things you have going on in your parish too. But I want to ask you something on a more personal level. I know that you are an avid tennis player. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I like it. Let's put it that way. Well, you you play uh, for a men's team at the polo field, right? Yes. Okay. I'm, a, I'm on a senior team. Okay. Right? And I've been on the men's teams. Yeah. There as well. This, uh, sometimes I'm pretty busy with we, especially the past year with construction. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, lo- I love I love playing tennis. I like sports in general. I've ever yeah. since I'm a kid. I was a kid. I've we've always played every sport you can imagine. Well, it's great exercise. So how good are you? I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm only okay. Yeah. Yeah. I it, I would never. I wouldn't say I'm a great tennis player. Uh, the the only sport I would say I was ever good at was football. Oh, really? I mean, good at football? Yeah. Wow. Um, so I just you, love football. Do you like to watch football? I do. Yeah. Do you have a favorite team? It's always the wherever I live. Okay. So I'm I'm all pro Atlanta. Uh-huh. Know, uh-huh. Right? When I was in Cincinnati, it was for Cincinnati. Right. When I was in L.A., I was for the Rams. Uh, That's right. Wherever I am, I might as well support the local team because it's just fun to watch and yeah, it's a fun it's a fun game to play. Why not? So, did you have a prominent position in football? Uh, I was a defensive end. Okay. And a tight end. Oh wow. Uh, so yeah, I I enjoyed those positions. And then after high school, they asked me to coach. So I coached for three years for the high school while I was still while I was studying. Neat. That's very cool. Gee. So I'm you know, I feel like I, I had an opportunity to kind of put you on the spot, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah, we, we switched it on you. Sorry. <laughs> hey guys, um the phone number is four seven oh five oh eight eleven sixty. Uh light up the phones for us, okay? So when you're playing tennis, how does somebody play against a guy who represents Jesus? Oh, it's great because you can so intimidate a guy when you walk on the court. Like in winter, I like to wear an all black outfit with a white turtleneck. So when I walk on the court, I just like, like no cursing. Okay. No cursing. And it's a great 
psychological <laughs> advantage. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I was wondering, are people going to swear and think, oh boy, I have to go to confession now? Yeah, hopefully you know? they get nervous and then they let me win, right? Will you do any <laughs> confessions right there on the spot? Uh, <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Not there. <laughs> so am I giving any secrets away if I ask you whether or not your, uh, your strongest volley is your forehand or your backhand? Well, I have a good forehand. Yeah? Pretty decent forehand, I would say. If If it... You know, I hit it hard. If it goes in, it's good. Yeah. If it goes out, it's not good. Yeah. Well, I knew you were raised on a farm, and, and I'm sure you, that you can uh, take the boy off the farm, but you can't always take the farm away from the boy. And I understand that you're a gardener. I like to I like to mess around with the plants. Yeah. It's really funny. I have my what I call my jungle. Yeah. We're lucky in our, in our house. We have an interior courtyard. So inside that interior courtyard, we actually have a banana tree. Really? And it's forming bananas. Whoa. No way. Yeah. yeah, it has two bunches of bananas. I, You know, a banana tree grows. It grows probably about 14 feet in a season. So it goes from zero to 14 feet. And at the end, it puts out a flower. And the flower, it has multiple flowers in one, like, bulb. Hmm. And each of the flowers then gets, um, you know turns into a banana and and actually it's probably like 40 50 bananas on the tree they're little and green right now <laughs> and since the season is too short uh yeah. it'll probably they won't ever like ripen but it's it's interesting and then i have i have pineapple plants around my house i heard about the pineapples <laughs> and then i have tangerines oh i gosh. have blueberries anything that kind of gives fruit i kind of like that kind of plant yeah your own little garden think, of Eden. Yeah, a little, you know you could open your own farmer's market yeah, yeah. <laughs> father's yeah. farmer's market yeah. that's pretty good well guys annie is telling me it looks like it's time for a break um we still have father matthew in the hot seat and we're coming right back pick up the phone and call us at 470 470- 508-1160 or go to the questatlanta.com or Quest Atlanta app and click the donate button for Father Matthew's Hour here on the Quest. We'll be back in a minute. Hello, I'm Father Augustine Tron and this is my favorite prayer, the prayer before study or work. Let us pray. Direct we beseech thee, O Lord, all our actions by thy holy inspirations and carry them on by thy gracious assistance that every prayer and work of ours may begin always from thee and by thee be happily ended through Christ our Lord. Amen. Seed of wisdom, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Did you know that your body has a theology? Icons. We see them on our phones every day. My favorite icon is the smiley face emoji. It's a sign that clearly expresses my happiness and joy. In his Theology of the Body, Pope John Paul II reflects on the icon of marriage between a husband and a wife. What does marriage point to? Is it health, wealth, fertility? It's much more than that. Think about it. Scripture begins with the marriage of Adam and Eve in Genesis and ends with the marriage of Christ and the Church in Revelations. Marriage is an earthly icon that points to the reality of heaven total union and communion with the bridegroom. 
I'm Clarissa Chichioko for Creative Catholic Works. For more TOB Minutes, you can find us at creativecatholicworks.org. The Quest presents Pro-Life Minutes. Did you know science has already proven that at fertilization, a sperm and egg unite to form a unique human being with DNA separate from that of the mother? Yet, the argument today is not whether that new life is a human being inside the mother's womb. The argument is one of choice. We are told that a mother's right to choose to kill her unborn daughter trumps the daughter's right to choose to not be killed by her mother. What happened to women's rights? Only some women have rights, not all women. Many young women are never given the right to choose if they want to live or die. It's time to take a stand for life. All human life matters. So let's show the world that every life matters by speaking up for life at every opportunity. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. A reading from the first letter of Peter, chapter 1, verses 3 through 5. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who in his great mercy gave us a new birth to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by the power of God are safeguarded through faith to a salvation that is ready to be revealed in the final time. It's time to get your pledge in for our Live in the Spirit Pledge Drive. As a 100% listener-supported station, The Quest relies on your donations to stay on the air. Tune in October 6th through 8th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. and 4 to 6 p.m. as local clergy and parishioners share inspiring stories of living in the Holy Spirit while raising much-needed funds. You can show your support now and even dedicate your donation to a specific host or guest. Visit thequestatlanta.com to see the pledge drive schedule and to donate. Or call 470-508-1160. Help others live in the Spirit through the Quest by calling 470-508-1160 today. 60 Seconds with Mother Angelica. Now when you've got Jesus in your heart, then and then only can you see and find your real self. You know why? because you're not afraid to look at yourself. You're not going around pretending you're something you're not. If you're an angry person, you got the guts to say, I am an angry person. But with the grace of God and the power of His Spirit, the power of His Spirit, I can become like who? Like Jesus. Not like me. Not like the best in me, but like Jesus in me. You see, it's very, very important that when you go around looking for yourself, that you try to find out who you are, that you have Jesus in your heart. The people you know and trust are on EWTN. Hello, I'm Chris Chambers from the Basilica of the Sacred Heart in Atlanta, Georgia. You're listening to Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160, The Quest. Welcome back, everybody. For all of you just joining us, 
I'm Steph Ike, and I'm joined by Father Matthew Van Smorenberg of St. Brendan the Navigator Church in Cumming. Annie Porter is our production manager, and we are hosting the best hour of this fall <laughs> pledge drive because Father Matthew is here in the studio with us. And I think we can hear a phone ringing. Call us now at 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or you can go to thequestatlanta.com and click that donate button to designate a donation for any hour, including this one for Father Matthew. We will be reading your names on the air, just first names and last initial, and either uh, your church or city. And I know Father Matthew will know some of these special names. 470-508-1160. And Annie, how are we doing? Can you give us an update? Yeah, all right. So y'all are really showing up for this hour. And so we've met our goal already. So let's ring that bell. Yes. And we have a new challenge for our listeners. We want to get, for the second half of the hour, we want to get... Um, we actually have a twelve or a two thousand dollar match, so that's incredible! Oh my so, gosh! Yes, it was from a generous donor who loves Saint Brendan. All so, right, Saint Brendan. Yes, and so call in and give a donation. You, I mean, we have a two thousand dollar match this hour. That's incredible. So four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. 470-508-1160. And you guys, we need to set another goal for the second half of the hour. So what are we thinking? Let's double it. Double All right. it. All right. Let's We're looking it. for another 12 so we can make it an even 24. Awesome. So, awesome. We got our first 12 apostles and now we're ready to go. It's yeah. the biblical number. Exactly. And, and I want to make sure I say thank you to the people who've already donated. Okay. So, First off, thank you to the St. Brendan parishioners who made a donation. Uh, Greg N. in Cumming, Andrew and Don W. in Weldon Springs, Missouri, Bill and Mary H. in Cumming, Nicholas and Jenya V. in Cumming, Marilyn S. in Cumming, who donated in honor of Father Matthew, Betty B. in Powder Springs, Robert E. in Cumming, who donated in honor of Father Matthew, Thomas A. in Marietta, Lacey H. in Canton, Kevin G. in Cumming, who donated in honor of Father Matthew. Lucy D. in Cumming, who donated in honor of Father Matthew as well. Gregory S., who donated in honor of Father Matthew in Cumming. And Mary M. from South Bend, Indiana, who donated in honor of Steph and Bob. So we thank thank you you, so much, everybody, who has donated so far. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, folks, whether it's prayer volunteering or your financial support your call lets us know that the quest matters to you gifts of any amount are gratefully and humbly accepted and i think we've mentioned but if we didn't mention this hour the quest is a hundred percent listener supported station so we rely heavily on the spring and fall pledge drives to pay for all the costs of running this station so all the maintaining and all the growth really comes from your support to donate, please go to our website now at the Quest Atlanta and uh, hit that donate button. And if you're downloading the app, I think you'd love the app. Everyone tells us they love the app. So go to Quest Atlanta in your app store. And, you know, Father, we were just talking about gardening. And, you know, for most priests, if they walk past like weeds in the parking lot, you know, maybe they make a little mental note to mention it to the outdoor crew. But people I know have said, yeah, we see Father Matthew out there pulling weeds. He will not walk by without noticing. (laughs) (laughs) And he'll pick the weeds if you spot some on the grounds. Now, to me, that's a hometown guy, like a really down-home guy. That's (laughs) the Dutch thing. The Dutch always want everything perfect. Yeah. Yeah. 
nice and orderly. Yeah, that's why Holland is. Holland is everything is so perfectly ordered. It's really amazing. Yeah. In that sense, the Dutch really have that sense of order. Aesthetic. And I, I don't know that I where I picked it up. Yeah. But I can't stand to see a weed. I just <laughs> can't stand it. And I guess your parishioners know that about you. At least a few of them do. Yeah, they spot me. They see me picking out a weed. <laughs> That's a humble guy, they say, I'm sure. And I'm sure there could be some good sermon in there. But um, speaking of sermons, you have a story that I love to um, have you tell us about. But first, let's give out the number again. Uh, we can never do that enough. So call us now at 470-508-1160 or go to thequestatlanta.com and click the donate button. So, by the way, if you call us and you want to make a donation, we want to thank you. So, as as Annie just mentioned, we announce the names of those people who make a donation, uh, including all those in Father's Honor. And we use the first name and last initial or first name and city. So, let us know how you want it read on the air. And we don't use last names, but um, I I think that... Uh, that you will definitely tell that you're in there. So um, we can also send a note into Father while you're calling and um, and ask for a prayer. And we have people in the chapel right now on their knees in adoration, praying for all of you and for generosity during this hour. They're in front of the Blessed Sacrament. And just calling makes you part of this Quest family. So pick up the phone, 470-508-1160. And uh, we'd be happy to, to um, say some prayers for you. So just call in and give us a prayer request. And as Annie's reminding me, we've got our $2,000 match right now, and we want to get every bit of that money. So come on, guys, let's light up those phones. Uh, Father, we want to ask you about that sermon, and um, it's a great story. And I remember it after months, but before we do... Um, let's tell our listeners about their giving opportunities, okay? Okay. If you're a business owner, you might want to become a business underwriter, okay? So we, if you really love the Quest Radio, the Catholic Radio, and want to promote your business on air, you can call for a special promotion during the pledge drive. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, when we have uh, people who are giving us the $20 or more per month, a mass is said once a month for them. And um, they are really our monthly sustainers. And we have wonderful priests who sign up to come in and say mass for us. We may even have Father Matthew doing that for us soon. And uh, so it's a wonderful way to have a mass said for you and be part of this important apostolate. Um, you can also become a station guardian, and guardians are leadership givers who uh, donate $100 per month. And this is a group of supporters who are really protectors of this mission. Make the quest part of your Catholic legacy with a leadership gift and become a station guardian. And, you know, we've already talked about um, the St. Gabriel Society for people who give $20 a month as our sustainers. If you up that to $25 a month or more or be part of the Dollar a Day Club members um, and any station guardian, you're not only part of the St. Gabriel Society, but you're also part of the Quest Coffee Club. And um, let's see, what else do we want to let you know about? Oh, yeah. Additionally, station guardians are receiving something very special this fall. Father, do you want to tell us what sure, that is? Sure. In addition for the new station guardians who contribute over 100 a month 
or more, you will receive a beautiful rosary that cannot be found anywhere but in the Pledge Drive. These rosaries are not only beautiful, but they have been touched to a piece of the actual cross of Jesus Christ. This rosary, yeah, you won't want to miss it. The Quest is excited to offer these rosaries while they last. There are only nine, so donate early. You know something? I think there's only, what, six left? Six oh. left now. So Yeah, yeah. we're right. down to Pick six. Pick up the phone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So calling now, 470-508-1160. And Father, you tell a lot of great stories from the pulpit. Like just from coming to some of your masses, I remember uh, the red wagon. I remember one about a cow. I remember your cousin's funeral in California. And see, people are listening. <laughs> uh, but one of my favorites is your hiking trip in the mountains. Can you share that one for us? Because I love that one. Yeah, we, we were kind of crazy. I used to do camps in New Hampshire for boys and during the summer that the priests would then, we would decide to do our own hikes. So we mm. just, the four of us, four priests, we decided to do this long hike. There's a range of mountains called the Presidential Range. The biggest uh, mountain out in that area is Mount Washington. Okay, I think it's the biggest mountain on the East Coast. And so we would we decided to hike all the 10 peaks in one day, which oh. means you go to a park at the north end, you go up to the first peak, and then you come down, you know, so you go up maybe 4,500 feet, and you come down 500, and then you go up 1,000, and then you go down 600, etc. Uh-huh. Uh, Mount Washington's right in the middle, and then you keep on going. So we start out when at the crack of dawn. We uh-huh. drive there, crack a dawn. We had left a car at the other end. So when we get there, we have, you know, somebody, we have a, a ride out. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so off we go. We go up the mountains. We get to Mount Washington in the middle, and we're already dead. <laughs> we, had, we had all packed a backpack full of water and food, and we had already finished all our food and water <laughs> by, by midday. So we got there. Mount Washington has a little, uh, like a lodge at the top, and we get some more water, and off we go again. We we get toward the end of the day, so the presidential range has eight peaks that are presidents, and then there's two other peaks you can do. So we, and it's 24 miles oh of hiking mountains. That is really ambitious. And and we're sweating off all this water. I can imagine. So we, we get through the eight peaks, and the sun starts to go down. and like we had come to this like do we go for the last two or not and the sun's going down and we said okay well we did eight Uh and that was eight was 24 miles and we go down in the dark you Uh don't you don't want to be hiking the mountains in the dark because you can't you lose the trail Mm -hmm. right because they're marked with little paint things on right little paint marks on the appalachian trail so we go down to the bottom we get to the bottom and we are dead. We are dead. There were two younger priests, and I was maybe one of the two older priests. So we sent the two younger priests to go find the car. Well, they can't find the car. Oh, no. And they said, well, maybe it's down the road at the other park or whatever. So while they're going, we, me and the other older priest, we lay down on the ground. We, we find this bathroom, and it has a nice cold floor. So we just lay on the ground 
on this cold floor because we're just dying. <laughs> and two of the hikers that we had passed on the road, on the way, you know, uh-huh. they come in and they look at us laying on the floor. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Don't worry about us. Don't worry. We're just relaxing. Don't worry about us. So uh, eventually the other two priests, they find the car. It was down the road in another park. They find it. They drive it to us. <clears throat> we get in the car and we're driving along and we probably have about an hour and a half to drive to get home, right? Uh-huh. In the mountains. And we are starving. We are starving. And so we're driving along and let's 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 stop for some food. Well, we had left we had tried not to bring any valuables to leave in the car or anything in case it got stolen. We have no money. Mm. We have no money. And and we're like, but we don't have any money. And I said, Father to the father who owned the car, I said, I'll bet somebody recently gave you a thank you card. He said, yeah. He said, well, let's check if somebody gave you a little donation for something you need. So he says, yeah. So we open the glove compartment, open the card. It's a thank you card. It's so nice. And we look, and there is money inside. It's $100 Canadian. <laughs> and we're like, what good is this? It's funny money. Uh-huh. It's useless. And we're like, okay, well, maybe since we're kind of close to the Canadian border, if we go to one of these pizza places, they might take it. Uh-huh. So we find this pizza place in the middle of nowhere and we pull in, we go in and we go up. There's a girl. She's about, you know, 22. She's at the counter and we're said, we just said, you know, you're not going to believe this, but we're all priests mm-hmm. and we don't have any money, <laughs> but with this Canadian dollar, you know, hundred dollar. And could, could we buy some food with a hundred Canadian? And she's like, father, I'm a Catholic and, I'm, right. man- and I'm, man- <laughs> I'm manager tonight. So whatever you want, it's on the house. Awesome. So I, we look at each other and like, Really? This is so fantastic. So, and so we're kind of shy, you know, about asking. We're like, well, how how about a, a, a pizza, like a big pizza? And she says, sure. Anything else? More? Yeah. She says, well, how about a small one like this? And she says, yeah. Anything else? Well, would you like wings? Sure, sure, sure. Wings, wings. <laughs> and, and she says, anything else? Uh, we're, we're okay. Don't you want drinks? <laughs> sure, drinks. Yeah, yeah, drinks. So she she orders the pizza, and we go back. We go to the table, and we're sitting down, and like this girl is so nice to us. We've got to do something for her. What what can we do? And I said, Father, I'll bet in your uh, trunk you have a rosary that's blessed by the Holy Father because we used to go to Rome every once in a while with groups and we'd come back with rosaries blessed by the Pope. And I said, I'll bet you have a rosary in the, in the trunk. He says, I do. So we, he, and we go to the counter said to the girl, I was like, okay, we're going to, we're not leaving. We're just going to go to the trunk uh, of the car. We want to get something out. And she says, okay. So we go out and we find this beautiful rosary. I mean, it was one of the most beautiful rosaries I've ever seen. Mm. And we said, Perfect. And it's blessed by the Pope. So we we go in and and we give it to the girl at the counter. We said, We just want to thank you for you know what you're doing for us. And here's this rosary. 
and she bursts into tears. Oh. She bursts into tears. She says, this is so nice. She says, the only religious thing I have is this little statue that I have on my on my uh, next to my bed, and I'm going to put this right next to that. <laughs> and we're like, good, good. You know? So we go back, and she says, and you have to meet everybody in the place. you got to meet the cooks. you got to meet everybody. <laughs> <laughs> she drags us back down with the cooks, and she introduces us to everybody. And, you know, we go back and we have the, you know, we have our pizza and we didn't just know how to thank this girl for this thing she did. And I, I just, it really got me because, I mean, we didn't look like priests. We uh-huh. were sweaty, dirty, <laughs> grungy, you know, worn out. Uh-huh. I hate to think what we look like, but she believed us and she did that for us. And it was just for me, it was just again another sign of how God provides when you need it. Yeah, and it, it, you know God always does that. And this girl was an instrument of God, and it came out of her heart. Yep. Oh, that is beautiful. That is beautiful. Now I remember all the parts of this that came together. This is such a good story. Thank you for sharing that. It does have a great message to it, doesn't it? It 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 does. It just gives you confidence in God because yeah. he will help you out. Yeah, he will. And you know, he's helping a lot of people out through this Catholic radio station, The Quest. Father, why should someone support The Quest? Well, I, I was actually involved in radio a little bit uh-huh. in Lexington, Kentucky. I knew really? a man who owned a Catholic radio there. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on right now with it, but I I worked with him a bit, uh, helping him out. And one of the things that gets me about Catholic Radio is you learn so much. Yeah. Because if you have to rely on simply the homily you get during the week or even the little time you have to read to Mm -hmm. learn more about your faith, it's so hard because we're so busy. Right. And the great thing about Catholic radio is you can turn it on, you can be doing other things, and you're learning so much about your faith. Mm -hmm. And it helps you, it supports you, and it probably answers the questions that you have on so many things that you don't even know you're going to be asked. Uh Uh-huh. Right. Helps you talk to your kids. Helps you talk to you know your your, your, your kids, your friends, it, your friends. Yeah, you know. And again, it's it's one of the ways that God provides uh-huh. for us, the ones yeah. who give. He provides for us who give through the radio and through what each of the you know guests might have to say, mm-hmm. because God knows what you need, and uh-huh. He'll send the right person to talk to you, and He uses the instrument of the radio. Yeah, you know, a lot of people say, um, boy, it seems like they were just talking about exactly what was on my heart today. Mm-hmm. Like this message had to be just for me. Yeah, you that's know? the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is, knows what's going on in everybody, in everybody's lives, mm-hmm. and he will send what you need. All right. Well, he certainly will. And it looks like we are four calls away from our goal, Father. You set a high bar. We are only four calls away. We've got about, what, four more minutes, three more minutes? 
Two more minutes. Come on, guys. Help us out. We'll keep taking those calls uh, during the break at the top of the hour, but we want to finish out and make our goals. Uh, So we need at least four more calls from you guys. And since I've got a couple more minutes with you, Father, I want to ask you some fun stuff. I really wanted to get to all the cool things going on in your parish, so you have to promise You'll come back because we want to talk about the expansion project and the shroud. I mean, there's so many cool things going on in your church. Um, But we've had so much fun just learning. I think the Holy Spirit wanted us to learn more about you today. And this has really been a great hour, one of the funnest hours I've had. And But I want to ask you a couple of fun questions, okay? Okay, okay. Okay. Get that number out first. All right, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160. Or go to thequestatlanta.com right now and help us get those last four calls we need to finish this hour and go over our goals. Come on, help us cross the finish line. So, Father, if I uh, went to St. Brendan's as a parishioner and I want to have you over for dinner, I'd score a home run if I had, what, scotch, lasagna, roast duck, red wine? I mean... (laughs) I love stroganoff. You do? Yes. All right. I'm making a note myself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and um, what's your favorite restaurant in coming? My or not favorite. even coming, but do you have a couple? I wouldn't. I, I don't want to name one particular one. <laughs> yeah. I love steak. Okay. All right. <laughs> so That's good to know. So people have some options. Steak. <laughs> if they want to, if they want to get you to come, come uh, have dinner, steak is a good idea. And so what do you think if God hadn't called you to be a priest, what do you think you might be doing right now? That's hard to say, but, you know, I did get an engineering degree. Right. But after going through the whole education, I I wasn't really satisfied and I wanted to do something more. You know, Uh God sent providentially my vocation right at that moment, right after I finished my degree. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I could easely be back on the farm. Yeah. I could. I could see that. I I like the farm. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's it's hard work though. It, who yeah. knows how that it all go? But uh, I like. The I gotta fun. say, in this world right now, that sounds pretty enticing to me. <laughs> actually, yeah. So, would you say how'd you finish this out? I'm a better singer, dancer, uh, musician, or joke teller. I'm probably a better singer. Okay. Although I like jokes a lot, my brother used to call me Snoopy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, why do you call me Snoopy? And he says, yeah, because you always do things. And then just like Snoopy, you don't laugh, you just watch. Yeah. (laughs) So I have a weird sense of humor in that sense. (laughs) Well, it looks like we've just had our hour, guys. And so it's time for us to wrap up. We want to thank all of you who donated in in honor of Father and in honor of St. Brendan's and all of you around the Archdiocese. And uh, we even got some from out of state, some calls that came in from South Bend and other places. So thank you all so much for your support of Catholic Radio and specifically for AM 1160 The Quest. Father, can you lead us out? And we'll probably have to announce how we did, Annie, or do you know? Uh, I'll announce after we have the prayer. Okay, let's do a little final blessing, okay, Father? For all of us listening. I'd like to send a blessing, especially to all those listening. Almighty God, send your blessing on all those who are listening to this station today in this hour. Send them what they need in their lives. Protect them from all the dangers of life. 
and keep them safe. Keep them safe and healthy and especially help them see the great future that God is getting ready for them. I bless them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. That was beautiful. Yes, what a great hour. And I want to say we met our goal. So ring the bell. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. I want to make sure I say thank you to Elena E., Ashley T., Roberto W., Sheila and Bill T., Matthew B., Ann and Bob H., Kristen T., Arlene G., and Jane S., most of these donated in honor of you, Father. You're very loved. Awesome. Thank you. Thank I you. am not surprised. Thank you, you know? out there. Yes. So thank you so much for listening to this hour. Stay tuned because our next Church on Fire is coming up next. So give us a call on that break, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or thequestatlanta.com.